A big new study presented to the American Heart Association has identified a new role for aspirin in the prevention of recurrent venous thromboembolism. In Los Angeles, Timothy Brighton gave me the latest from the Aspire study. There's three, I guess, key points.、Um, the first is that there are a group of patients who develop an episode of VTE or venous thromboembolism (DVT or PE)、um, for absolutely no reason. Um, you know, they haven't had a preceding operation, or some sort of illness, or leg injury, or pregnancy, or you know, some explanation for the thrombosis. It just comes out of the blue, and and so we call that group of patients.、Um, we we consider them to have developed what we call an unprovoked thrombosis, and so we know a little bit about that group of patients. We know that they have a very high risk of recurring thrombosis in the future when they if they stop their anticoagulation treatment. So that's the first point. The second point is、um, that we know that, say, you know,、um, therapeutic anticoagulation, say with warfarin,、um, you know, if you keep warfarin going, it's very effective at preventing this this risk of recurring thrombosis. But a lot of people don't want to take warfarin forever、um, after one episode of DVT or PE.、Um, You know, or they may not be able to take warfarin because of the risks of bleeding,、uh, or they may choose not to, to want to take warfarin in the long term. And so, at the moment, well, prior to this study, we really didn't have much evidence for any other approach.、Um, and so, because we know that that aspirin does prevent the occurrence of、uh, venous thromboembolism in high-risk surgical and medical patients, we thought, well, why not? Tried in this group of patients to see if we can show that aspirin prevents recurrence in this group of patients. So that was the the basis of doing the study. And so, how have you gone about、um, this study? You've been looking at warfarin versus aspirin. Yeah, no. So what happened? We recruited a, a, a bunch of patients who had unprovoked thrombosis, but after they finished their initial period of anticoagulation with heparin and warfarin, at a point in time, usually around about the six or twelve month mark. And said, "Okay, well, why don't we just compare aspirin in this patient group versus placebo?" So they stopped their anticoagulation treatment, and they were randomised in a double-blind study to receive either low-dose aspirin, just 100 milligrams a day, versus a matching placebo. So it was a placebo-controlled study. And what were the results? What have you seen? So, yeah, the results are complicated. The primary outcome of the study was recurrent venous thromboembolism. So that was recurrence of either leg vein thrombosis, lung clots, or fatal pulmonary embolism. In the Aspire study,、uh, because we did not recruit、uh, the numbers of patients that we wished to recruit, and there was a significant discontinuation rate on the study of the study medication, just it was a very long study.、Um, we were disadvantaged in terms of determining the effect of aspirin. So we found a 26% relative risk reduction in recurrent vein thrombosis, but that was not statistically significant. But we did actually have two other important outcomes in the study. One was the prevention of vein thrombosis combined with other important vascular events like myocardial infarction or stroke or, or sudden death. And in the Aspire study, we found a significant risk reduction for that endpoint of about 32%. And we also had another endpoint, which was sort of like a, an overall benefit, what we call a net clinical benefit. So that took into account all of the recurring vein thrombosis, all of the other important vascular events, bleeding, and all causes of death. 
and we found a significant reduction in that endpoint on aspirin in our study. So some mixed findings um, there, but what's the overall picture then? Like, can, What kind of impacts can these results um, make in practice now? So I think there's now two studies of almost identical design which have been published this year. So our study, which we're presenting and will be published very shortly, and earlier this year, the Warfusser study from Italy, uh, with which we collaborated with quite significantly. Um, and so when you do a combined analysis of those two studies, I think the message is very clear. Aspirin does reduce recurrent vein thrombosis in this group of patients, statistical significant reduction, um, as well as major vascular events and then the net clinical benefit. So it is an effective medication, I think. We can say that it's an effective medication for this group of patients. In terms of clinical practice... Um, you know, aspirin is not as effective as anticoagulation treatment. So for patients in whom, who want to continue anticoagulation treatment or we think should continue anticoagulation treatment, that is the most effective therapy for that group of patients. But, you know, there's a substantial proportion of people who, who are either unable to take, for example, warfarin forever uh, or who don't wish to take anticoagulation for a long period of time because of the risks of bleeding. Uh, or the inconvenience of treatment. And so now we have a, an option for that group of patients, not as effective, but I think nevertheless um, effective in its own way, uh, better than taking nothing, uh, which is what has been the, the standard of care, basically no treatment. So I think aspirin has a really important role in that group of patients. That was Dr Timothy Brighton from Prince of Wales Hospital and the University of Sydney in Sydney, Australia. I'm Sarah Maxwell at the American Heart Association meeting in Los Angeles.